0: Welcome back to a special back-to-school series on the Best Day Podcast. Today we are diving in and delivering a message specifically to all the teachers out there. Whether you are still living your glory days of summer or maybe you are like me and are heading back to the classroom to get ready for a brand new school year, this message is for you. A message of hope and encouragement to help you get in the right mindset for a new year in the classroom. Teachers are incredible human beings, and I am so excited to deliver part two of this special back to school series just for you. A word of encouragement to teachers for a brand new school year. Are you ready to feel a little more pumped up for all things teaching? Well, prepare your hearts because this is going to be good. Is your life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos, driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day, all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee? Or maybe you're the queen or king long-winded to-do lists and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger over at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, to reassure you that you don't have to have it all together. That it's okay to not be okay. That you can actually thrive in the state of chaos. That you can embody grace that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friends, not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 22 of the Best Day Podcast. Hello, hello, Welcome back to another episode here on the Best Day Podcast. I am so happy that we are doing this once again. I get so excited when I click my little red record button. I almost feel like I have all of these words and emotions and passions that just build up inside of me. And when I finally can hit record, it feels good. It's like, oh, thank goodness, I can finally take a deep breath and let it all out. I truly hope that this message is finding you so well. I am heading back to the classroom today for the first day of pre-planning. So if you are also listening on your way in to the classroom for the very first time this new school year 2223 that is crazy. I just want to say, "Hey, high five to you. You got this. We can do this. Hopefully you have a very large cup of coffee or whatever your morning beverage of choice is." And you are feeling all of the rock star vibes because this is going to be your year. Now, if you're a teacher and you are just chilling out with the great, wonderful summer vibes, keep on loving all things summer vacation, please. Please enjoy it as much as you can because, you know, before you know it, you will be back in the classroom as well. So maybe you are like me and you get really, really excited when a new school year starts. Maybe you are like me and you feel like you need to go to Target 25 times to buy the right kind of pens, the right kind of notebooks, the right kind of things to get yourself fully prepared and ready to go for a brand new school year. Or maybe you are like me and you are overflowing with all the different nerd level of emotions because you just love all things planning right? As a high school teacher, a lot of pre-planning is really planning the depths of the curriculum and the structure and the pacing guides for the whole semester. And for me, I love it. I get so geeked out over it and it makes me super excited. And I know meetings can be a lot, right? Sometimes as teachers, you feel like all you do is sit through meetings, but even for the meetings, I get so pumped up and so excited to have my coffee, my water, my notebook, all the pens, all the highlighters ready to just go for it and to fully dive into a brand new school year. Maybe you're not like me. Maybe the thought of, oh my goodness, another school year. I don't want to do this. I can't, I can't wake up tomorrow or whenever that first day is. Maybe that's a real struggle and I also want to speak to that and I want to speak to you and I want to speak to the heart that is feeling discouraged and I want you to know that you can have hope and that this school year can be a great school year, that you can actually thrive this year in the classroom and you don't have to focus on letting society or the culture or the news or the county tell you how... You should feel. You can have your own emotions because they are your emotions and they come from you and they come from your heart and they are valid and they are worth it. So, are you ready for this? I have a whole list of action steps for you, little specific words of encouragement that I want to give your heart today to truly provide you with the encouragement that I hope you can cling to as you start a new school year. Okay. I'm excited for this. I hope you are excited. All right, so here we go. I have a list of 15 things, and if you caught last week's episode, last week's episode on the podcast was specifically focusing on the new teachers. So maybe you listen to it, and this is 15 completely different words of encouragement for the teachers, the seasoned teachers, right? Now, if you are a new teacher, hey, this is still for you. But for those who have been, you know, frequently in the classroom teaching, and if you like what you hear through this episode, I strongly encourage you to go back and listen to the episode before this one, episode 21, because I have a message mainly for those newer teachers, but I also feel like it might be another source of inspiration for you and your heart as you head back to the classroom. Now, if you are new to the podcast, if this is your first episode, welcome, welcome. I want to quickly reintroduce myself. My name is Haley, and I am just passionate about life. I actually started this podcast back in April of this year. I had this vision and dream of starting a podcast, and ironically, I was going to launch it in alignment with the brand new school year in August. Well, the true story is I was too excited. I had too many episodes that I wanted to share, and so I planned it backwards just like I do in the classroom and started the first three episodes on April 4th. So here we are, episode 22, and I truly hope that you go through the library and your podcast app and find a few other episodes that might speak to you and speak to your heart and hit play and hopefully be encouraged and share this with a friend. That means so, so much to me. I am a high school teacher. I am embarking on my ninth, I'm in the middle of my ninth year teaching. It's kind of interesting. I started teaching in January when I first began teaching, I graduated in December. And then I started teaching literally like the very next semester, which was amazing. It was incredible. And I'm still at that school that I taught at back in 2014. And I'm in my ninth year. I teach high school, which I love so much. And I'm currently teaching juniors and seniors. So I've taught, I'm social studies. So I've taught from AP Human to World History, US History, Um, This year, specifically focusing in on U.S. history and world history. So that is my little (laughs) resume in terms of my credibility. I feel like if you listen to a podcast and this girl is talking about, you know, encouragement for teachers on a brand new school year and you're like, okay, this is great. But are you actually a teacher? Yes, I am. I am a teacher. And I was also reflecting on this because obviously, right, us as teachers, we Have had quite the last few years. Now, for me, if I'm thinking back on pre planning, right, if I'm going all the way back to the last normal pre planning that I personally felt, that would have been in 2019, okay, when we all were hopeful and naive, not having any idea what the next year would bring for us as teachers. Well, then fast forward to 2020. So 2020 pre-planning, I actually, this was when we, all the schools had been virtual for quite some time. All the schools had shut down in March and we finally were back in the classrooms for pre-planning in the end of July, 2020. And the Thursday before that pre-planning, I actually miscarried. Um, So I miscarried our first pregnancy And that was right at the end of summer. And then I had to turn around and be back in the classroom on Monday to gear up. So this was 2020. And that was extremely hard. I remember trying so badly to just be present and focused on planning for a new school year and just being a wreck. I sat behind my desk on the rug in my classroom and just had so many emotional breakdowns. So fast forward a year after that, right, 2021. So last pre-planning, I wasn't at. I was actually on maternity leave with our sweet sweet rainbow baby, McRae, who was born um, last July. So I was out for the first 12 weeks of the school year last year. So I'm feeling a little lost personally as I head back to the classroom this year because this 2022 school year will be the first pre-planning that I have Really had in a very long time. So this specific season of pre-planning for me is going to feel completely new and different because the last several years have been nothing of the sort. So that's a little bit of where I am and where I'm standing walking into this school year. So as much as this is a word of encouragement for you, this is also a word of encouragement for me. All right, now for real this time, here are the 15 Words of encouragement I have for you as you embark on this next new season of teaching in the classroom. Number one, do this for the students. Right there, think about the whole reason why we teach. It's not about us. It's not because we love to hear ourselves talk. It's not because we love to give the same lecture five times a day. It's not because we love to really teach all the levels of our curriculum. Over and over again. No, we don't do it for that. Well, maybe you do. And by all means, that's great. But I do it for the students. I am there. And I'm pretty sure you are also there too. And maybe you haven't felt that way in a while because of all the other a million things to stress about. But at one point in your career, it was simply for the students. And I want to remind you of that. And I want that to be the anthem for you this school year is that this is for the students. This is for the students. You have no idea what life these students are bringing into your classroom. You have no idea what they are carrying with them, the weight that they might have on their shoulders, and you might be that breath of fresh air that they need. You might be that source of encouragement that they need. You might be the one voice that can speak life over their entire being and encourage them to step into their full potential of who they are going to be. And that's incredible. The power that you have in that moment is absolutely incredible. So, do this for your students. Number two, do this for you. When I am teaching, when I am in a room full of students, a deep part of my soul comes alive. I feel fully me when I'm in the middle of a lecture or when a lesson is going extremely well or when I am working one-on-one with a student and they get it, or when you go that extra step out of the way for someone and that action is noticed and appreciated, I feel fully me in those moments in the classroom. So as much as you wanna do this for the students this school year, you also wanna do this for you because you are a teacher for a very specific reason. You are a teacher because of a very specific calling on your life. Step fully into that calling Trust who you fully are and who you are fully created and designed to be, and do this for you. When you fully step into who you are and especially who you are in the classroom, not only is this a huge service to yourself, but also your students will benefit. So the first word of encouragement is do this for the students. The second word of encouragement, do this for you. Number three. Yes, things are hard. Yes, things are going to be difficult. I am sure when I walk back into the classroom, there are going to be new challenges and new obstacles that we have to face. But the truth is, every school year brings its new challenges. Every school year brings its new obstacles. So as much as we can, let's turn the blinders on and let's not focus on the obstacles and let's not focus on the things that are hard. And instead, let's cling to joy. And let's remember the things that bring us joy about teaching. Cling to and remember the joy of teaching. Focus in on the moments. Maybe have a couple moments of reflection as you're driving to and from the classroom during pre-planning and think about times when you were completely filled up. Think about moments that truly inspired you, moments that really resonated with your heart, and think about how they made you feel And hold on to that, put that in your emotional bank and let that support you throughout the semester. I can think of so many different memories of students that have gone out of their way to give me the encouragement that I always try to give them. So focus on those moments and those memories and let them serve as a solid standing ground as you embark on a new school year, because it's truly important to remember all the things of teaching that are joyful and that fill you up. Number four, remember your why. Think back to that very first year as you became a teacher and you started to plan all the things. We can all probably think back on our first year teaching and realize that we do a good bit of things differently than we did back then. But one thing that really shouldn't change from our first year teaching to our current year teaching, whatever year that is for you, our passion. We should have the same passion that we did back then. That passion is alive within us. And maybe it's been squished. Maybe all the stressors have weighted it down, but that passion is still there. And so remember that passion and hold on to it. Remember your why. Think of the reasons why you signed up for this in the first place. Think about the reasons why you care about your curriculum, why you care about being in the classroom, why you care about education and being a place as the educator to to lead and to inspire and to empower. Remember your why and hold on to it. And if it's been a while, if it's been a while since you've known your why so clearly, Actually take the time and take the quiet moments to think through it and almost recreate your mission statement for your classroom and your mission statement as a teacher. I strongly encourage you to do this if you haven't, because it'll help bring that passion back up. And the more passionate you are about what you do in the classroom, the more the students are going to hear that and see it and respond really well because of it. So I'm looking through this list. I have just a list of the 15 things to keep myself reminded and on course here as I record this episode. And there's so many parts of this list that just have the word joy, 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 joy. And so I'm like, oh gosh, I really hope that I don't upset or anger somebody who is really struggling with a positive mood and mindset right now, because they're probably like, if she says joy one more time, I am done. Please don't do that. Stay with me. Um, (laughs) But number five, so, so far, right? Do this for the students. Do this for yourself. Things are hard, but remember the joy of teaching. Remember your why. Number five, think of moments that completely filled your cup while teaching. So a lot of reflection here, right? As we move into a new school year, you're going to really want to spend time reflecting on your past and your memories as a teacher and the different seasons and the hard moments, but the great moments and the moments of challenge, but the moments of great victory and reward. And you're going to want to really reflect on all those different seasons of yourself as a teacher and focus on, hey, like what was really good in those seasons? What can I take with me and what can I use in my toolkit for this next school year? So Definitely reflect and spend some time during your pre-planning. If you're still in summer, spend a little bit of time when you're hanging out. Maybe you're at the pool with your kids. Just take a few moments to think and figure out what can I take with me that's going to support me in the classroom this year. But then what are some things that you need to let go of, right? As much as we remember the good things that have filled our cup while teaching, what were some of the moments of greater stress? And give yourself permission to let them go. You don't have to carry that with you. You don't have to carry the weight of a negative moment or memory or a hard season of life. You don't have to carry that with you forever. You can let it go. You can let the weight of those emotions, let it slide. And you will feel so much better in the process. Number six, this one is my favorite one on the entire list, okay? Number six, think of how amazing it will be to be the actual person that future generations point to as the person who spoke meaning and purpose to their life. That right there is the only thing you need really to get yourself ready for the next school year. Realize that you have the very power and ability to be the life game changing person for a future generation, for one individual, for two individuals. They're is going to be somebody in your classroom this very school year that needs you in their life, that needs you to speak truth to them, to hold them accountable, to challenge them, to push them and to help them grow and to help them learn and to help them become who they were created to be. You have that ability within you and that is an amazing thing that should excite you, that should empower you, and that should fill you up. Number seven, your students don't even know it yet, but they will need you this semester. They will need you this year. I always like to believe that the students that are in my classes each semester are there for a specific reason and that they need something from me, but also I need something from them. I'm always trying to learn from my students. I'm always trying to grow in empathy and in passion and care. And I believe that those are two things that we give to our students and they give to us. So know that this very year, this very school year, you have students that need you and you want to be there for them. And they need you as yourself in the classroom. They need you when you are walking in your potential when you are walking in the calling of the teacher you were designed to be your students don't even know it yet but they will need you this semester and that's an incredible thing number 8 cling to the things that bring you joy so not necessarily teaching related but focus on like the actual things that bring you joy so for me my list of joy items right now includes a very large iced vanilla coffee from Starbucks, my pens, all my pens, my highlighters, love my highlighters, my cute journals that I'm obsessed with. These are things that bring me joy. They make me happy, okay? They make me excited, just like a comfy cozy sweatshirt or that cute little pencil pouch that you don't really need, right? Maybe for you, it's not office supplies like it is for me. Maybe for you, it's something entirely else. But cling to the things that bring you joy. You have to. You have to figure out how can I carve out moments that make me excited? How can I carve out moments that truly make me happy? Does sunshine bring you immense joy? Cling to it. Figure out a way where in the middle of your day, you can go take a quick walk, you know, maybe during your lunch break. If you aren't on a duty station, you can go take a quick walk outside and and feel the sun shining on you and feel that life that that gives. But think through the things that bring you joy and cling to it. Episode eight of the podcast is a episode that is focused on, I forget the number of ways, but it's maybe 12 maybe 11 a number of ways to bring more joy in your everyday life and i will link that in the show notes if you are wanting a little bit more joy and some ideas and some strategies for how to how to you know get that and to have that joy okay so number 9 cultivate a morning routine that truly brings you joy and fills you up okay somebody word count joy here in this podcast episode but As you are embarking on a brand new school year, it's really important for you to establish your morning routine for success. You really want to find a way to have every single morning be a morning where you can be victorious in what you need to get done. A morning that isn't snoozing every alarm, but a morning where you wake up feeling energized and refreshed and excited and eager to embark on your day. A morning where you are giving yourself the proper nutrition and giving yourself the amount of quiet time or maybe exercise, but really truly filling your cup with what you need to be your best self that day. So take some time, think about what is a morning routine that is going to help you for success and plan it out and make a goal the first week of pre-planning to have at least two mornings where you are following that morning routine, right? Don't say, I am going to, abide by this morning routine every single morning this week because the reality is that might just be a little difficult, right? You don't want to set the expectation for perfection and then the moment you fall short, feel like a failure. Just don't even let that happen, right? So take a couple mornings that first week you're back in the classroom and really focus in on creating a morning routine that brings you great joy. Okay, so number 10, kind of the opposite of that, right? Plan out a nighttime routine to help you wind down and prepare yourself for the next day. So think about what do you wanna do at night in the evening, right? Once the kids go to bed, what are the things that you wanna do and have already done so you are already geared up for success? You wanna make sure your bags are packed. You wanna have lunch ready for the next day. Do you wanna take a few moments to journal? Maybe you need to just de clutter your mind and jot things down on paper as like a dumpster, you know, note taking session of just removing any physical stress or mental stress and getting that on paper. So think of the things that you need to do at night to really help you wind down. Maybe it's a bubble bath. Maybe it's reading a book. Maybe it's watching a show, whatever it is. Make sure you actually do those things to help you wind down and truly reset yourself for the very next day. Number 11, find your own kind of moment of quiet. As you are thinking through this next school year, be sure you can have moments of quiet within your day. Even if it's this time that you're walking to the bathroom and back, maybe you create like a 30 second meditation sequence or mindfulness breathing activity that you just channel while you're using the restroom, where you take a deep breath, you close your eyes, you visualize a beach, or you visualize the mountains, and you visualize somewhere happy, and you truly feel new life being poured into your body as you breathe deep. Or maybe it's taking that quick walk outside, or maybe it's, you know, having that second cup of coffee in your favorite coffee mug during the workday that you can just truly reset with. So figure out a way for you to have your own moment of quiet during the day. Another thing I really, really love to do, and this is number 12, plan your morning and afternoon commutes with a purpose. Now, if you've been on the podcast for a while listening, you probably have heard this before, but I'm a big believer in planning your morning commute and your afternoon commute to be purposeful your commute to be full with things that speak to your heart and to build you up. Maybe this is listening to your favorite podcast. Maybe this is listening to your favorite songs, your playlist, maybe it's a meditation, maybe it's talking to someone, maybe at the end of the day you like to check in with a family member or a friend and just have that conversation. But plan your morning and afternoon plan your morning and afternoon commute with a purpose. All right, so number 13, plan ahead, but be present in the moment, right? It's very, very easy as a teacher to be so caught up in planning, right? We're always focused on curriculum and how can we make sure our students are reaching each individual learning objective before the, you know, state test, the benchmarks. We have to do this each day, etc., cetera, et cetera, right? We are all very familiar with that in the classroom. We're constantly planning ahead But I feel like we focus so much on planning that we forget to be present in the moment. So number 13 for encouragement for teachers on this new school year, yes, plan ahead. You have to, right? We love it. But don't forget to be present in the moment. Don't forget to be quiet and to have those moments of stillness and those moments of rest and those intentional moments where you just are sitting there and being fully present with where you are in that moment. Don't let your stress build up for the future. Don't let your stress weigh you down. It's going to be okay. It is going to be okay. If you find yourself holding on to significant stress about things in the future that have not even happened or are far away in a time standpoint, let it go. Find an alternate way to release that stress find an alternate way to release the buildup of the anxious thoughts and tendencies. Number 14, be fully aware of how you are doing in any given moment. Be in tune with yourself and your stressors. How are you feeling? How are you reacting? How are you responding to what's going on around you? Are you sitting there and all of a sudden you realize that you are clenching your hands, causing unnecessary physical stress to your body? Are you tapping your fingers? Are your shoulders hunched up? Focus on the physical things your body is doing and learn from them. Learn from your own physical cues as to how you are responding to what is going on around you. Ask yourself the question, how are you really doing? And don't run away when you can't come up with an answer quickly. Sit there with it and truly figure out how am I doing? The key to a really great school year is being honest with yourself. And if you realize, hey, I am really stressed right now, or I am carrying a whole lot of unnecessary tension because of crazy expectations I'm placing on myself, be honest with yourself, confront it, and then let it go. And then figure out, okay, what can I do differently to walk a little bit more confidently towards that direction, right, of where you want to go. Finally, number 15, believe in yourself. Trust yourself. Believe in you as a teacher and trust the teacher you were created to be and know that you are there. And if you want to go a little further, if you want to reach that potential person a little bit more, then do it. You can do it. Stay true to yourself Stick with your instinct. Know that you are an amazing teacher and that it is going to be a great school year. Well, those are the 15 things that I have for you as encouragement for a brand new school year. Quick little reminder of all 15. Number one, do this for the students. Number two, but also do this for you. Number three, remember the joy of teaching. Number four, remember your why. Number five, think of the moments that completely fill your cup. Six, think of how amazing it will be to be that person that future generations point to as the person who spoke meaning and purpose over their life. Number seven, your students need you this semester. Eight, cling to the things that bring you joy. Nine, cultivate a morning routine that helps fill your cup. 10, plan out your nighttime routine to help wind down and reset yourself for the next day. 11, figure out your own moments of quiet throughout the day. 12, plan your morning and afternoon commutes with a purpose. 13, plan ahead, but be present in the moment. 14, be fully aware of how you are doing at any given moment. And 15, believe in and trust yourself. Friends, I Hope this school year is the best school year yet. Yes, there are going to be challenges. Yes, there are going to be obstacles, right? No school year is going to be perfect. No teacher is going to be perfect. No students are going to be perfect. But have grace for yourself. Be honest with yourself. But have high expectations for who you hope to be this year. And when you fall short, that's okay. Try again. Realize that this is going to be an amazing school year and realize that you are an amazing teacher. Your students need you this school year and they need you to show up. But that's not from a place of you need to be perfect. You just need to be human. Trust yourself, trust the process, trust the teacher you were created to be. If you would like to dive deep into this conversation more, come hang out with us in the Facebook group or come over on Instagram. Links are in the show notes. I am cheering you on completely. From the deepest levels of my heart, I'm wishing you all the success and all the happiness towards a great and wonderful and amazing school year. You are amazing. Now go inspire and change the world. I'll see you soon on another episode of The Best Day Podcast. Until then, have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join The Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at The Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.